0: Welcome to Down the Middle. I'm your co-host, Jake, and this right here is the ever-impressive, ever-impartial, technically not a two-time champion, but he retained his all-events welcome championship on Wednesday in several games of UNO. Uh, Bravo. But I pulled out the win for the number one contendership, and you and I... Have a beer pong appointment,
1: which, which I'll kick your butt at.
0: At some point in the, I'm I'm not great at beer pong, but I'm better than I thought I would be at it.
1: Um, I've only played it once, so I think at this point, I think at this point, when would you play this? You might beat me.
0: So basically, what's going to happen is everybody who watches the video that has played beer pong more than the both of us, which will be everyone, will be watching it. Going, oh,
1: God. Yeah, we'll be making fun after this. But, you know, it's like... It's what It's it's an event.
0: What has two thumbs and doesn't give a shit? This guy right here. So, anyway, back to wrestling. Some big news. I know we said this wasn't going to be like an update, but I feel like we just have to talk about this. And you said... Before we uh, went live. I called that shit. Kenny Omega won the Impact and TNA championships.
1: Yes, he did. I figured that
0: was going to happen.
1: I will do this. I will do the golf clap too. Golf clap for Kenny Omega who won the Impact Unified World Heavyweight title. Kenny Omega is now a current three-time World Heavyweight Champion with the Impact title, with the AEW World title, and the AAA Mega World title. So congrats to Kenny Omega on that one.
0: Well, I like what they're doing. Um, And it it could have been anyone. Obviously, it could have been any really, really good wrestler. It didn't have to be Kenny Omega. I'm glad it was. Um, But I like what they're doing. And to me, I, I haven't watched the match, so I don't know if it was good or not. I from what I've from what I've read, people were saying that they were kind of left wanting from Rich Schwann's performance. But like I said, I don't know. I didn't watch it, or I haven't watched it yet. But I mean, Kenny pretty much had to win from a booking perspective, because think about this: Kenny's the AEW champion. Yes he's not going to lose to the, and this isn't a this isn't a slam on Impact but like, Kenny Omega the AEW champion is not going to lose to the Impact world champion
1: if, if he they did, that
0: would be that would be terrible booking like, beyond reason
1: if they didn't do a finish to where neither neither champion lost their belts
0: and that would have been a letdown.
1: down well, no, well I mean, okay, the belt then Rich won then Rich Swan would kept his belt. Yes, but he wanna won the AEW title. I'm sorry, Rich Swan is. Just, I like the I like the guy and everything, but Rich Swann is as far as he'll go as being a world champion. If you I, see,
0: unless something major changes with his character or persona, yeah, I agree with you.
1: Yeah, Rich Swan will never be like an AEW world champion or WWE champion or whatnot. I am sorry, but it's just the way he comes off and everything. It just looks like
0: Yeah, I'm gonna be and I'm gonna be honest too, I was kinda surprised when he won the Impact World Championship.
1: Right. And
0: maybe maybe that's because I just always seen him in a mid card role. But I just I just didn't and again I'm trying to say this in a way I'm not knocking Rich Swan, but and, I just didn't no. see him my Mind's eye, I just didn't see world heavyweight champion Rich Swan,
1: right? That, that then that's what I was getting at too. It's like there's people who has been world champions, like really.
0: Well, arguably, CM Punk's first run in WWE is the world champion. That wasn't so much his fault, that was how he was booked from there on out. But I, I would say that's an accurate.
1: Well, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. which spot are we talking?
0: The, the World Heavyweight Championship, not the ECW Championship.
1: Well, that's technically considered the world title at the time, I, I know,
0: I know, but it, let's be real, it wasn't.
1: <laughs> so you're talking about when he when he cashed in the money in the bank? Correct. Yeah. Okay, okay, that makes sense. That, uh, right, that makes sense, because his reign as world champion at the time. It's like, yes, he finally won the world title you know, the world title, and next thing you know, he was gone for a few months. Yeah. Because of his supposed injury at a pay-per-view. And then Randy Orton wins the title.
0: <laughs> now, now he, he goes into that in his in the CM Punk DVD, he goes into that saying how frustrated he was, because he was like, you're going to give me the world championship, but then you're going to, like, not have me act like a world champion. I don't know why they made that decision, but to me, it just, looking back on it, it seemed kind of weird. Especially since since WWE doesn't have a track record of doing things just to make the fans happy. Like, they'll do it, but Daniel Bryan notwithstanding. But they booked that properly in the end. They kind of screwed the pooch a couple of times with it now that I think about it, but...
1: Right. He he's another one. It's like he, his re, his record actually went with something, but he's too much of an injury prone type of thing, where it's like they gave him the world title at SummerSlam, took it right back off of him same night. Randy Orton cashed in. Finally won it at mania, and then what happened to him a couple months later? They took it from him because he was injured. He had one, title defense, one or two title defenses against Kane. Yeah. It's like his actual good run was when he, turned, when he finally came back the second round, turned heel, along the side with Rowan, and made the belt a hip belt. <laughs>
0: yeah, and then that went nowhere.
1: <laughs> right. Oh, and- I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. No, I was thinking you were right. Never mind. I was thinking about when he was part of the Wyatt family, not when he was just teaming with Rowan. Oh. Which once once again, I liked that belt.
1: Well, I mean <laughs> the belt was okay and everything. Like I've seen a replica of it in person. It's very light and everything else. So I was like, ugh, this is But but I understood the concept of the belt. I did. And I can go into another person that had a bad ring with the title. And that was Ray Mysterio.
0: Are you talking about when they gave him the belt shortly after Eddie died? Any anyway. reign? Well, yeah, but that one in particular, I was going to kind of defend because I, I, I kind of get that one. And I might even make the case that was arguably one of his better reigns. Now that I think about it,
1: that was that was his great reign.
0: Yeah, I was going to say so. That was the good one. I, I see well, what you're saying.
1: Right, like when he won, he won it. He won it because of Eddie. And everything, and he was having a good little run. But, like, it was actually when they're actually believing in shorter guys and smaller guys to be the world champion, but you still couldn't take him seriously because of his height.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of why... So, New Japan does this thing where they actually adhere to weight classes, kind of. So, what, what I mean by that is, like, for example and Will Ospreay did this recently, but when Kenny Omega kind of became the new guy, if if you go back and look, you'll notice that in those couple of months, well, probably within that year, he does gain some size. Now, whether or not he got up to an actual, what is defined by New Japan as a heavyweight in that time, I don't know, but he's certainly over 205 pounds now.
1: all right, right. Okay, but that part I get, but with Ray, though, like he's still going to be the same.
0: That's that's what I'm saying. In New Japan, unless they fudged it, like I, I'm pretty sure they did with Will Ospreay, but I don't know. Maybe he bulked up to two hundred five. For all I know,
1: well, I know he's
0: wrestling. I know Will Ospreay is wrestling a little bit more like a traditional heavyweight now. He's not doing as much of the high flying stuff, and he he does appear to have gotten some size. But that's irrelevant. My point is. That New Japan at least fictionally adheres to the standard of a heavyweight being two hundred and five pounds and above. Right, right. Rey Mysterio would have been a push, kind of like how, and actually they made fun of it at all in how Marty Scurll had to get up to two hundred five pounds to fight Okada. Right, right.
1: Which, in that essence is like. I don't see the point why he has to gain all that weight to get, just about Okada. He well, can take the, the, the,
0: the, and again, remember, you have to remember this started out as a being the elite skit, where basically Okada was like, I'm not even going to give you the time of day because you're not even a heavyweight. Right. It was right. played for laughs, and I get it. But I guess my point being is that if Rey Mysterio was in New Japan, the best he could do would be either junior heavyweight champion or never openweight champion.
1: Or, we won well, or United States. I oh, see.
0: yeah, right. I forgot about the IWGP US title. Yeah, the newer one. Yeah, Rey Mysterio, but, I, I I, kind of feel like Rey Mysterio would have been more of a tag team. Oh don't know, He probably would have won a best of super juniors, a couple of them. 'Cause I'm not taking a damn thing away from Rey Mysterio, but from it's like you said, from a from a suspension of disbelief from a suspension of disbelief perspective, it's kinda hard to buy that he would consistently win. Like now, you could have booked it and still had him win. Like it could have just been like a one in a million shot and he got lucky.
1: Like well, all the stars
0: aligned and Yeah, but well,
1: no, and that's right, because there is the one time that he actually won the WWE title. That was, that was when CM Punk disappeared. He won the WWE title from Miz. Well, beat the Miz to win the vacant WWE title. And then at the beginning of Raw, and the next thing you know, he's being challenged by John Cena at the, at the end of Raw for the title. And then Cena beats him for it. It's like, really? Cena has to beat him to do this? Angle for Unify the Belts.
0: Yeah, and that whole thing kind of, like, that was, like, a step away from bullying, if you ask me.
1: <laughs> it,
0: like, the Cena's not going to lose to Rey Mysterio. Not for a
1: no, title. No, he's he's not. But it, it's the fact of, like, what was the point?
0: I don't well, know. I'm not in WWE creative. I could not answer that question.
1: All they did was give him another title run to get him closer to the sixteen-time world t- world champion mark. That's all it did.
0: Yeah. John Cena, you gonna see the uh, new Fast and Furious movie with him in it? No. Uh, okay. Me neither. They're getting a little goofy. Uh,
1: especially when they're talking about going to space in this one, it's like.
0: Yeah, I think they jumped the shark about five movies ago.
1: I, I'm sorry. I, I've gotten into a fight with my family about this one, and everybody can disagree with me about this. But I think the only reason why Fast and Furious was doing good again, these last few moves before even before Paul Walker died, was because of The Rock.
0: Oh yeah, I don't dispute that. I did see. I did, however, see Hobbs and Shaw. The Fast—it's not a Fast and Furious movie, but it's like it's in that universe. That movie is funny as shit. That movie was um, hilarious.
1: I saw parts of it, but it's like the fast Furious movies have have, are not the same like they were when they first started, like they're all about fast cars and everything else, and yada yada. And all of a sudden, like, there's some police things. Like, I get that, but then you went away from the concept of that to like, okay, now we're submission. Every movie is a mission impossible type movie, right? It's like, uh, no, we're, we're done. The the movies have gotten stale and everything. That's why I said they've only gotten good again because good because they got the rock in it. And I've got argued with this about the like Vin Diesel's the bigger star of the rock the rock. I'm no. like, well, he's not. No. And
0: again, not taking a thing away from Vin Diesel. I'm a fan, but no. he's, he's okay. I, I I've I've always I've always appreciated Vin Diesel. In most of the movies, at least what I've seen of a in. But yeah, I, I would agree there's no, The Rock is definitely the bigger name draw, especially now. Maybe back in the day, they might have been on even billing, but The Rock is so much bigger than Vin Diesel now. Uh, Vin- I mean, like at the time of the first Fast and Furious movie.
1: Okay, well, even then, I only know Vin Diesel for Fast and Furious, the Riddick movies, and Groot. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. The Rock, you know The Rock for everything.
0: Scorpion King, brother.
1: Scorpion King, Walkie Tall, Tooth Fairy. Hey, you know him for everything. Leave, leave me alone.
0: So Kenny Omega is now the new Impact Unified Champion. Um, So that's going to be interesting. That guy's got a full schedule. Now, yeah. I guess... Impact's going to be doing a bunch of their tapings, so I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't see as much of Kenny on Dynamite. Here and there, he might be doing in some like teleprompter, like some via satellite things, but I don't think you'll see him wrestle all that much, which I think is fine.
1: Uh, right, and I and I I don't disagree with that either, but I mean it's not that far, of, it's not that far of a flight, especially considering there, are ones in Nashville, ones in Florida. No, oh, that's mm-hmm.
0: true. That's true. But, I'll, okay, I'll put it to you this way. Maybe that's maybe I say that because that's how I want it to be. Because I like... Yeah. I'm really digging how... It depends on whether or not you have a healer face champion, obviously. Because when Moxley was the champion, you saw him fairly often. But no. I like it when heel champions, particularly heel champions, like you just don't see him wrestle all that often. So that when you do it just it just means I'm a fan of champions not wrestling all the time anyway because then when they do it means more and if it's champion that you if it's a guy you like seeing as the champion it keeps him it keeps him or her fresh less likely but, to get injured and ruin a storyline
1: No you you're right you're right I get it I get what you're saying
0: cuz I mean case in point you know compare that with boxing or the UFC like when when Connor McGregor was on top, how often did you see him fight? He was not on every UFC pay-per-view.
1: No, because they got so many belts in UFC that they gotta make every like they'll they'll use like the three top they'll use three of their belts. You use the two lower quarter belts for that, and then use the top or make top make car belt as your main main event belt. Correct. Or his would wasn't even about the belts, He's about a grudge. Fight type thing that would be the main event, like like so. But
0: uh, my point being is that you might see McGregor fight once, twice a year, right? You know, and I I like it when it's that big fight feel. Now wrestling is obviously a little bit different because you have a weekly television show to concern yourself with, but to me that's when. So WWE does it probably the worst where, and they don't do it as bad now, but gosh, they used to, it was so bad. Like in 2012, 2013, you'd open the show with the champion. They'd spend almost the entire episode, and this was pretty consistent, where the champion would be embroiled in some conflict with somebody that would end up being some kind of weird tag match or stipulation match at the end that would always get ruined or interrupted or there was never a clean victory. Like, this happened almost every week. It's like, I don't need or want to see the heavyweight champion, the world champion six times on the same show.
1: Well, then, you're talking about 2002-2003, f- two, then, with Triple H. Well,
0: yeah, I'm not disputing that. This is mainly... Well, I guess they're kind of doing it with the Roman Reigns now again, too. So, well, I mean, WWE does it. More than anybody.
1: Oh, they were doing it with Edge. Yeah,
0: but Edge was actually entertaining.
1: Okay, but but here's the thing that you do forget though: Dynamite's on one night, impacts on another night. Yeah, I know. So, either way,
0: like you're gonna see more Kenny Omega. I get that, but that's because he's on two different shows now.
1: Right. Well, technically three, but whoever gets AAA. There you
0: but go. Down in Mexico. I don't even sure what their TV schedule is. Is I don't. Well, I think it is weekly.
1: It's Saturdays.
0: I didn't watch that because I was watching it for a while, but then they stopped putting it up.
1: Plus, I knew when I was younger. I knew
0: when I was watching it on Saturdays, but I don't they were,
1: have.
0: They were putting it on YouTube, but I'm not getting notifications for new episodes anymore. So
1: well. I
0: guess they stopped which I was really excited, because I wanted to watch AAA, and then I watched AAA, and it's like watching a car crash, blindfolded. Like, I can't make heads or tails out of what's going on when I watch AAA.
1: (laughs) That's the one thing that does suck about it. It's like, okay, I'm just watching it for the wrestling, not understanding what they're talking about. That's not even what
0: I'm talking about. It's whatever. The Spanish doesn't bother me. It's the fact that, like, when you're watching a match in AAA, and I assume it's the same in CMLL, like, It's not even just the wrestling. It's even how fast they cut the cameras. And like, there's way too much going on, and they're not showing, they're only showing a fraction of it. And then you're like, wait a minute, I thought that dude was eliminated. Or when did that dude get tagged in? Because I didn't see it. No, right. I guess the best example I can share is I watched, before they stopped broadcasting him, I watched the last Triple Mania, Triple Mania 2019. I take that back. It was TripleMania 2019. And they were doing this Battle Royale type match. I couldn't tell you what the hell was going on because I couldn't follow it at all. But I know that people were getting eliminated by being thrown over the top rope because people were leaving when that was happening. So this one dude gets thrown over the top rope. He's out. And then this other guy eliminates himself just so he can do this weird like this basically just to get him but he so he eliminates himself by doing this crazy dive over the top rope almost misses the dude almost lands on his neck it accomplishes nothing and now he's eliminated from the match except he's not eliminated from the match because he gets back in the ring
1: so He's not eliminated from the match because technically nobody threw him over the top rope, but he eliminated himself because he went over the top rope. But yeah, that makes no sense.
0: Exactly. So I'm guessing in AAA rules to be eliminated, you have to be thrown over the top rope.
1: But if you go over the top rope yourself, that's not considered an elimination.
0: But that makes no sense because then at any point, all you would have to do is if somebody's coming for you, just hop over the top rope and get out the ring right and I, this is this is what I'm talking about
1: th- that's but that's rules in Mexico wait like, they I don't do think, think it's
0: a rule that's my problem I don't think that's the rule I just think it was like and don't get me wrong I love high spots I love dives but to me that was just like because well, it.
1: Well, no well to me though it's like I, I get it it is stupid but that's how Mexico works I get it, how it's yeah. Always, yeah it's out uh, it's always high spots. So, right, unless you're thrown over the top rope, they're allowed to do dives over the top rope, but go back into the match until they're actually thrown over the top rope. To me, it's like, no, if you go over the top rope, you're done.
0: Yeah, that's the rules of the match. But then then again, there's that kind of famous story now when the Lucha Brothers came backstage and Jericho, Jericho didn't chew him out, but apparently he like, he kind of opened up on him a little bit about tagging.
1: Right, I remember that.
0: Yeah, but apparently they took it to heart and got better. Well, that's. But that just that, that just goes to show you in Mexico, it's just, apparently, it's just not a priority.
1: Right, well, which is going to lead into our next segment because you're talking about Mexican wrestling and everything of people who's been released. What's that have to do with Mexican wrestling? <laughs> well, because somebody who was actually big. We go wrestling and everything. So it's a little underground. Talking about Elise.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah, Yeah. Elise did get released from AEW, and it's unclear as to why. But the rumor mill says that she and Thunder Rosa were not getting along.
1: Well, see, I I didn't hear about that. I, I heard it was more of a wasn't really being used. Well. According
0: to an interview that Eva Lee did, she's basically saying that the reason she got released is that Thunder Rosa was doing everything she could backstage to ruin her reputation.
1: Which I don't know that I believe that. Because how can Thunder Rosa have a say in AEW when she's technically not an AEW personality? Which that's more of a she's more of an NWA thing.
0: Well, not only that, I mean, Thunder Rosa runs a female-only promotion in Texas, Mission Pro Wrestling. Yeah, I didn't know that. So you would think... And then and then I'm just thinking about, you know, some past things that have happened in regards to Ivalice and contracts, because she was released from WWE and from WWE developmental and some of the again these are all rumors I cannot confirm or deny I was not there but some of the rumors cited attitude problems I and so now this happens and I'm kind of looking at it. and then there were there were rumors that she was difficult to work with in lucha underground as well and again I don't know and I like Evelise I enjoy watching Eva Lisa's matches. I think she's really good. But I'm starting to see a pattern here. And without being able to ask her directly,
1: I don't know. Uh, See, I know that's the thing. I don't know either because when she was doing the whole tough enough thing, she was my favorite to win.
0: A lot of people's favorite to win.
1: That's right. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, especially when they were doing the whole guy-girl thing Tough Enough-wise, especially back in the day. Like, I know, like, it was two girls won it, one year, two guys won it, one year, then first year was a guy and a girl. Either way, I was always down for a release to win the Stone Cold version of Tough Enough. Yeah. When they had when they had a the spinner belt as a thing. And yeah, I was always a fan of a release then, and I was like, I always wanted her to win, but, she, you know, she finally got eliminated and didn't win. Which yeah, so- I didn't
0: I didn't know about Eva Least until Lucha Underground, but then when I started watching Lucha Underground, I was like, Holy shit, who is this? Like and then I learned she was on tough enough, but that was when I wasn't watching wrestling.
1: Well, well you are better off on that one, because the guy
0: So I've been told.
1: Well the guy that did win it he was our what was what's weird about it is the guy that did win it, he was already he was under a developmental contract, but then they released him for his contract. Was, this is a little stupid about it. They released really, he was under contract, released him from his contract just so he could do the show for him to win his contract right back.
0: Oh, so toughen up was the work. Very much. <laughs> you were right, it is all a work.
1: But the guy that did win it. Didn't really deserve to win it.
0: I forget who won that. I like. It cool. seems to me like you don't want to win tough enough because it usually doesn't seem to work out for people.
1: His name was Andy.
0: Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, I don't know name, who this he,
1: dude is. Well, his, his name was Andy, but was not like Big Andy because he was a big guy, like tall wise and everything, to where you think he could do something. and no, nothing, nothing at all. So. I'm sorry, but it seems like of everybody who did win tough, enough, the ones who really did anything was John Morrison and Maven. One tough enough? Who? Maybe? He was the first one. Uh, wow, I'm out of it today.
0: I, <laughs> for some reason, I was thinking you said Maven. I was thinking Mabel. I was like, "What?
1: What are you talking about?" No, maybe the
0: bald-headed schoolteacher. Speaking of releases, WWE had another round of releases. Yeah. And I've got to be honest, a lot of them surprised me, considering their current booking. I was surprised that they were... Well, I'm, I'm not surprised they released Samoa Joe, but I'm disappointed.
1: Okay, well, he he he's one of those. It's like Daniel Bryan, injured, broken. Right,
0: I get that. But did you did you catch how they did him dirty? Because before they uh, before they announced the releases, I want to say it was Raw. It was Raw or Smack. Which which show was Joe comment commentating on? Was that Raw or SmackDown? Raw. That's what I thought. So on that one episode of Raw, they were like Samoa Joe can't be here tonight. Here's MLB caster such and such, and then a few days later, they announced the releases. I was like, really, motherfucker?
1: Well, you technically, if like they, well, technically that guy replaced uh, Mike Rowe.
0: I don't bro. care. I don't know. Who Tom,
1: no, Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips.
0: Why didn't they release his worthless ass?
1: Um.
0: Is it just me or is like the, the WWE commentary team just trash right now?
1: I see, and that's the thing is I love Joe on commentary.
0: I love Joe. Yeah, he was arguably and I before I'm gonna catch heat for this. I know a lot of people like Corey Graves. I don't like him on commentary because to me he sounds fake. Like he sounds like he's acting. I don't buy it. Uh, he, he's no Jerry the King Lawler as a heel commentator
1: let's see another guy I do like who's not with WWE no more who surprisingly worked TNA
0: yes love that dude love that guy one of my favorite one of my favorite commentators period yes and WWE did him dirty too right but boy was he great in NXT or what yes he was that was phenomenal um, AEW needs to sign that dude. Actually, you know what? Impact needs him more than anybody.
1: Well, I think AEW is going to be getting
0: more over now.
1: Though. So, um are they going to replace? Because nobody on—I
0: don't really dislike anybody on AEW's commentary team.
1: Uh, to me, though, it's like they've got a lot of commentators as it is. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, but I don't—I—I I don't mind that because they kind of spread them out pretty well. Although I well, guess you could but, put Moro on like I don't know where you would put Moro Ronello. I
1: think I think you need to replace Moro with Tony for evol- evolution.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Put could you Paul White and Moro Ronello would be a really good team, I think. Not that well, Tony Schiavone's bad. I don't think no, Tony I, Schiavone's bad at all.
1: No, I love Tony. That's why it's like do do it this way, it's like leave a certain commentary team for each show. Because Excalibur it has does just dark, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, have Excalibur, JR, Tony do this show, Taz and another person do dark, The big show and another one do revelation.
0: And but, at least for the time being, yeah. Which again you could rotate too, which well, I think that right. would be interesting.
1: Well no, you're right, but I see Morrow as the <laughs> Evelation one because it's uh, I, I keep saying that wrong. It's dark evolution, right?
0: Elevation.
1: Okay. Because he's the type that actually brings out the stories of the backgrounds of people. Yep. And he'd be perfect, especially for all these newcomers.
0: Yep. I agree
1: 100%. Now, yeah, Morrow, Morrow
0: just gets you into a match. Well, yes, he does. So he'd be perfect in elevation, where they're trying to elevate all these younger, these younger talents.
1: Now speaking of releases and dirty doing dirty,
0: oh Mickey James, yes. <laughs> that I, I'm calling this. That was not a mistake. That was done deliberately.
1: No, what's now what's funny is about that is a buddy of mine, uh, because I was what watched his uh, story on uh, Instagram. Uh, Hazard F5. Go follow him. Um, uh, good good guy talking about wrestling belts and knowledgeable in history. Um, have him on. Do what?
0: We should have him on.
1: Uh, if if we would do an episode of Wrestling Belt Knowledge... Oh,
0: I was going to say, we'll totally do belts.
1: If we do an episode of Wrestling Belt Knowledge, I will talk to him about that one because he... Cause he knows belts like i go to him when it comes to stories about wrestling belts because he knows everything to a t um because he actually before we get into what i was going to say he actually just did a video on the new iwgp world title and he did a review on it because a guy who goes by the name of belt fan dan made the belt oh okay for IWGP, and Belfast Dan is uh, known for getting hands on ring used wrestling belts, and you know selling them. You know to make money or whatnot. Not not like outrageous prices or whatnot. They're actually good prices, but like he go, he's actually making belts to sell too. But he did a review on it in New Japan Pro Wrestling, the actual company, kind of take it down. Is apparently he slandered him, which he didn't.
0: Well, but the belt is ugly, in my opinion. It's like, it wasn't broken. Why'd you fix it? There's nothing wrong with the IWGP belt. It was one of the best looking belts around today.
1: Because <laughs> you unified both belts together. So you got a brand new belt. Look what they did with the Unespeed title. Yeah, but they, t- they, they, t- they took the Ed air belt, the world title belt, and put them together, so they made the new Unespeeded belt. Not a speeded title,
0: yeah, but I, I just the, the new IWGP belt is ugly. I, I don't, it's an ugly belt.
1: I get what you're saying, I do, yeah,
0: kind of like the Universal Championship, although it's not as ugly as the Universal Championship.
1: It's the WWE title, but it doesn't strap. strap,
0: yeah, I know they're both ugly belts.
1: Well, um, um anyway, um, Mickey make, James, Mickey James, Mickey James, um. Yeah, my my buddy was talking about how uh, back when uh, Maria Canellas was there in her last round, apparently when she got fired, they did the same thing to her in a trash bag. They did the whole time thing of they sent her stuff in a trash bag, yada, yada, yada. But she wasn't by her because it wasn't a big thing. But now she's making a big deal about it because of how politically correct the world is now. Oh, she's going
0: to get hired somewhere because of it, but I'm sure.
1: Mickey, no, 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 no. What I'm saying, no, no, Mickey will. What I'm saying is like Maria Canellas had the same thing done to her by WWE. Right. With the trash bag thing, with her stuff in it, but she didn't make a big deal.
0: I would wager to say another reason, probably not the only reason, but another reason she didn't make a big deal out of it was because I think she and Mike Bennett were just like begging to get out because I- I'll be honest if I was Mike Bennett I would have been pissed
1: Uh-oh. uh oh what, what
0: happened uh, we lost your video but I can still hear you
1: hold up hold up hold up I'm coming I'm coming hold on sir hold on
0: Wait, while, while we're waiting on Ben to get back on video, I would like to remind the people watching out there, the chat box is live and functioning. Should you have any comments, questions, concerns? All right, he's back. That's weird. Yeah, very weird, but it is what it is.
1: That's never done that before, ever.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, I, yeah like I was saying, if I had been Mike Bennett, I think I would have been pissed at the way I was booked.
1: Well, no, I, this is Maria way before she met. Oh, this is,
0: Oh, I thought you met on her like last last
1: round. No, that, no, that's what. No, that's what i was saying. Like this is Maria way before. This is when Maria was ditzy. Mm. That ditzy. Remember when she first started? She was all ditzy, and they she started taking it seriously. Like eventually, Cook Russell, and she won the belt, and you know that round. Oh, okay, gotcha. This is when she went to go to ROH, and then. Then she met Mike, and then did the whole kingdom thing, or whatnot. That's what I was getting at. First
0: lady of pro wrestling, awesome gimmick. That was so, a good time for her.
1: Yes. Um. Let's see. Who Who else was the got released? Calisto. Yeah. <laughs> um. Kalisto. Which, is, which is
0: which is okay, because Kalisto going to get Calisto will get scooped up by somebody. He'll be fine. Yeah. I and, mm-hmm. okay. But here's here's why I dislike that. So, I've heard it said by more than one person that really the only reason they hired Kalisto was to replace Rey Mysterio. And and I think the only reason they got rid of Kalisto is because they got Rey Mysterio back. And it seems to me that Rey's probably not going anywhere in the near future because they also hired his son. Right. I get it, but to me... Because Kaliso's so good, but they never
1: used him. Other than when the cruiserweight title was actually hot. What, when... Ever? Actually, no, I'm talking about the Enzo days.
0: Was it ever?
1: It was the main event of Raw in Indianapolis. Okay. <laughs> that That was a big moment that night when... The Shield reunited. Yeah, I know, I know. Still I mean, I was I, I was there the night that uh, Enzo Enzo when Kalisto beat Enzo to win the cruiserweight to win the cruiserweight title. From Enzo. Oh, so speaking
0: of, speaking of Enzo, big he, cast debuted last night in Impact as well.
1: Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Thankfully,
0: uh, Enzo was not there.
1: Right. Um, there's a couple of haters. Yes. Cass right is cast is okay. I mean, I think there's a big group Yeah,
0: um, not, I, I tend not to be too keen on guys who knock themselves out in wrestling matches.
1: Right. Um, let's see. Uh, here, here's one. No, oh, I'll I leave her for last. Who Who is another one that got released?
0: The ones that really surprised me were um the Iconics, Peyton Royce and I am totally blanking her name, which really sucks. Billy Kay.
1: Now. uh, See, which one was it? They'll go to a I want to say this right now. They're going to go to Eden. Oh, yeah, I see. But why I'm
0: confused about this, first of all, I was a fan of the Iconics. I thought they were really good. Uh, particularly Peyton Royce, but I'm not taking any, anything away from Billy Kay. They surprised me at how good they were, because I remember even when they were back in NXT, and not only were they good, they were entertaining. I enjoyed watching what they were up to, but what why this came out of left field for me is because they were actually doing something with Peyton Royce there for a little bit. Right. So this, to yeah. me, just kind of came out of nowhere.
1: And Billy Kay, was like, they just had her straggled and confused of like what to do with her and at mania they put her with Carmella and all that too. So it's like But Carmella's
0: now she's doing okay though.
1: Huh? Carmela's doing okay though. Well yeah, but she's with look who she's with though. She's with Corey Graves. <laughs> but now now Billy Kay can go to go to AEW and be with her husband, Sean Spears.
0: Oh, that's right, yeah. Yep, you're right. So Oh, wouldn't that be interesting if they joined the pinnacle?
1: Oh. Oh, yeah. And they're gonna take
0: a jab and call themselves iconic. (laughs) But then but think about this here's some armchair booking for you. Then the pinnacle also can have the women's title, potentially. Right. So they've got people in their faction that can go after every title in the company.
1: Right. Right.
0: So here's a good one for you. This and this would be a long drawn out storyline. But so since we're since we're doing the AEW impact, you know, not merger but cooperation, what
1: they could win the, the pinnacle. What's that? What they could win the knockouts tag titles.
0: No, I'm thinking. Think about this. So, well, I mean, that's one thing they could do. But you have the Pinnacle go on like a year or so long just belt collecting spree. And you could have Billy Kay or Peyton Royce, doesn't matter. One of them can be the knockouts champion and the other can be the AEW women's champion.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just think
0: about it. In in, In the Pinnacle, you've got, obviously you've got FTR, which would go after the AEW tag titles.
1: Try to win him back, yeah.
0: Yeah. MJF would go for the uh AEW title. But Sean Spears could easily, I think, be an appropriate uh impact world champion.
1: Right. But they also gotta get past the Kenny yeah. Omega.
0: Well, right. That's that's it would be a uh it, it would be a long, drawn out story, probably starting with Kenny Omega losing belts or vacating or some, something to that effect.
1: Yeah, because it's starting to become Ultimo Dragon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a good joke.
1: Yeah. So um, I think,
0: I think that was all the releases, One. not oh, well. No, was- fun fact, Jim Cornette actually, I, lo- I was listening to Jim Cornette. Apparently, Mark Carano got fired.
1: Well, yes. He got fired for what he did to Big James.
0: Allegedly. I think he was already on the way out, though.
1: Well, and here's the thing is, I would hate to be in this spot.
0: Oh, yeah, I would, too. But and here's the reason why I say he was already going to get fired, because somebody in Mark Carano's position that definitely will get disciplined for something like that, but they don't get fired for something like that. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I mean, they obviously do.
0: Well, no, what I'm saying is I think he was already going to get fired.
1: Well well that's the thing though, is like as but thing here's the thing though, was like as soon as that happened and the said wrestler seen that, took a picture, and publicly blasted all the social media, especially when WWE and Triple H stevies get tagged in, it's like okay, you're fired. Because you're making, now, you're making the company look bad too
0: here's why i disagree with that and again this this is just my opinion i could be totally wrong but if i'm Vince McMahon and i actually want to save face nobody knows who did it no nobody outside like people in the company would know but nobody actually knows who put the thing in the bag or who ordered it or what have you yeah, right. So, well, like, I, I, I honestly, I think, because both Triple H and Stephanie were saying something to the effect of the person responsible has been terminated, but they didn't identify this person. That's not, that's bullshit.
1: Well, all the, right, but all the smart marks are going to know a smart corona, especially when, like, you got people, all the workers who have been released before, you know, get asked to shoot interviews and everything online about the person who actually does that position. Everybody knows who freaking Mark Carano is because he's the guy who's in between talent and management. He's the one that's got to make both sides happy.
0: Right, but that's what I'm saying is Mark Carano is not the person who put that in a bag. It was probably something to the effect of like, oh yeah, this is mickey's stuff. Just you know, send it to her. (laughs) Like Mark Carano didn't physically put it in a bag and put it in a box. He didn't know some, and I don't think it was. I don't think it was malicious either. I think it was just somebody who is like, "Oh, well, okay, I'll put it in here and then put it in a box."
1: Well, what's funny is not so long after it got announced that it was him doing and everything, I saw another report. Don't know how true this is, that his ex-wife or girlfriend or whatnot. Um, (laughs) obviously, I don't believe this to be true, but hey, anything can happen, wrestling. Um. Says that he was still in WWE title belts and hiding yeah, them under his that bed. That
0: will get you fired.
1: <laughs> and she even tweeted to tweeted to them and everything. Hey, if you of your uh, belts are here at his house underneath his bed, it's like okay. How
0: much you want to bet? How much you want to bet on Saturday night? He turns the lights down low, straps that thing on. Which belt? Whichever, whichever he felt like. I've actually had wrestling poses he did with just the belt.
1: It's like, yeah, look, all the the wrestlers have the belts, and I could never win them, but it's like, oh, I've got a few belts here now.
0: trapped around his waist doing fucking bodybuilder
1: poses. All right, now, I... All right, here's one. Here was one more that did get released. I left her for last because... And the reason why I left her for last is because there was a promotional video released by Impact Wrestling setting up for Slammiversary. Okay. And three people that got released from WWE Greasley was in this trailer. And that was Samoa Joe, really? Nikki James, of whom have been an impact before, yeah. and Chelsea Green.
0: I forgot about Chelsea Green, which was a shame because she's another just... Fantastic,
1: and it's got Chelsea Green in her old gimmick from when she was a TNA was the crazy loaded the hot mess, Yeah, yes.
0: Which I knew. Okay, so I knew I had a feeling when Chelsea Green came to NXT the first time. I was like, yeah, I don't think she's going to be there long because they just don't get her.
1: Right. She she's not the.
0: She did look uh, like Chelsea Green to me. She looked like just another
1: I hate to say this point. but she
0: she looked like another girl.
1: And right, I'm like, that's,
0: wait, that's I'm like, oh, that is Chelsea Green. Um not the Chelsea Green I'm
1: used to seeing. Right, that's the point. It's like you, you used to see this with the makeup and everything over her face and she's it's crying and that. It
0: just it just didn't I don't know. Cause Chelsea Green really even when she wasn't doing the the physical hot mess gimmick I don't know. She just she stood out more, I guess.
1: Well, she this, this goes back to my question, uh, not my question, but this goes back to that point of that video we made of like people who belong in a certain organization. Chelsea Green is TNA Impact.
0: I think she'd do okay in AEW, but for right now, I agree, she's an Impact player.
1: Uh-huh. I mean, like I mean, she's, a, uh-huh. I mean, she's a former Impact. Impact Women's Champion. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, Knockouts. Yeah, former Impact Knockouts Champion. No, well, I get it. It, it, didn't, it didn't click with me, though, that for the longest time it was that she was the Knockouts Champion. because and, and considering she was a Zack Ryder, because I'd watched some of his videos online of him in his home and in the background, I'd see all of his belts, and I'd see another belt. I'm like, what belt is that? And I look at it closely, it's the Impact Knockout style. I was like, oh. didn't click on me at the time. I'm like, oh. Okay. Like, he's not supposed to have that belt hanging up in his house. Doesn't matter now. <laughs> uh,
0: is, it, is it just me, or is... um? <laughs> Or is Dr. Britt Baker actually a little bit hotter right now than Mike and then Adam Cole? I almost said Michael Cole.
1: I mean, she's always hotter than Adam Cole, but that's I don't says
0: physically, work. I mean as far as the streak, but I mean, yeah, she is hotter than Adam Cole, which
1: I would hope. But. Um I I think her name is more synonymous as
0: in that she, company for sure. Like Dr. Britt Baker is AEW. She's one of the big time players.
1: Needs to win the belt.
0: I think they're setting up for that. Because they're and I I I'm loving it. Where she's like she's getting up in the rankings. But the the funny thing is, I think we're gonna see a face turn.
1: Oh, she doesn't need to be a face.
0: I agree, but here's why I say that. Or maybe Maybe we're going to have a case of a real asshole heel, which are my favorite kind, where the ones that are like, yeah, they're heels, but they're also good. Like, she's not a chicken shit heel.
1: Yeah, she was the crybaby heel, but now it's like we need to make her more serious as a heel and actually give her the belt. She needs to win the belt. (laughs) She's the number one pretender. Well, well, I think
0: she is number one now, right?
1: She's been number one for a long time. She's just never had a fair shake at the title.
0: Well, no, that's what I'm saying. is like, cause she And then she went down in the rankings and then they were doing that thing where she was appearing on Elevation and Dark to get her win record up. And now I think she is number one. And I think she's the legitimate number one contender.
1: Well, that's like best friends. They were technically number one. Yeah, Two.
0: The it, best huh? Yeah, but it was the best friends. And wasn't Trent out with an injury?
1: Actually, I think it was, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think he was out with an injury because it was... Uh, Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy coming out together for a very long time, and I I, I figured Trent was injured.
1: Yeah, uh, best friends, they were number one, but all of a sudden, Death Triangle is number one contenders. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Why you upset because they uh, didn't win their there, buddy? No, I like what's happening. I like the
0: Young Bucks as Heel Champions. I like the Young Bucks as Champions, period. But I like them as Heel Champions right now. I think that's what needs to be going on.
1: Because I want
0: the Elite to be back together.
1: Yeah, what are they called now? The Super Elite? I think so. Okay.
0: And they're acknowledging Bullet Club, too, which I like.
1: I mean... They're, I mean, technically, they're doing the stuff with Japan, so that's like
0: Yeah, that's which I, I want more of.
1: So that's how I, they. I get want this there.
0: shit to come back. I want more of these.
1: Like, I brought my own shirt too, <laughs> dude. I cannot
0: believe how big of a pain in the ass this has been. So, what's happening is
1: the. No, uh, uh, I was just saying in general. <laughs> Oh, go ahead.
0: Well, I mean, technically, technically, you do have your own t shirts just not available yet on our official Teespring merchandise store. Oh, because okay. the uh, just the way the program works, the black in the logo does not match the black in the shirts, so it would look weird. Okay. And I'm trying to work with them to figure out, but the way their platform works is I can't upload something that doesn't have a background because I have an image that has no background, but it just makes it black when I upload it. It is is straight up pissing me off. Well. So very soon, very soon, as soon as possible, down the middle t-shirts will be available. But I'm just just sorting out the color issue.
1: Well, maybe we need to change the color. What was that? Everybody
0: likes black t-shirts more.
1: Oh no, I I know, but I'm just stating in general life. But but that's you you're your, your the creator of the on the stuff, so
0: try try. I feel like I feel like that's a good place to stop right there actually. We covered everybody that got released, right?
1: I believe I believe so.
0: I think we got through everybody.
1: I could be wrong, but I believe anybody
0: we did. anybody you wish had gotten released.
1: Oh, oh, speaking of okay, speaking of saying that, uh so I did get released. I did I did remember there was someone we didn't talk about. Mojo Raleigh.
0: Oh yes, he did get released, but that good riddance.
1: <laughs> All right then then we'll just leave it at that then.
0: <laughs> I wish Alistair Black had gotten released.
1: Yeah, well they just finally brought him back to TV.
0: Yeah, I wish Alistair Black had gotten released so bad. <laughs> Although I want to know, Thea Trinidad is putting up some interesting things online, and I want to know what she's gearing. She's gearing up for something. I just don't know what it is. Mm. I think I she might is. be. I think she might be wrestling somewhere, or going to be, because it seems like she's doing a lot of strength and conditioning training from what I can tell. But I don't know mm-hmm. what it is, and I don't know where it is.
1: Well, again, how do you know it could be wrestling? How do you know it's not her cosplaying that she's doing?
0: But strength and conditioning, because she's always done the cosplay. But
1: right, but she probably wants to look more physically fit for it, though.
0: I don't think she's got a problem there. <laughs> I was just saying. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but it seems to me like it's performance based, so something that. Right. Which it may not be wrestling. For all I know, could be anything. But wouldn't it be a motherfucker if she started fighting like MMA? <laughs>
1: No, she's she's
0: fine. I agree. I don't. I don't. She doesn't need to be a fighter. She doesn't need to be in all that. I mean, she can if she wants to, but it's not. I wouldn't want to see her fight.
1: Nah. No.
0: But, no. Well, to take that back. I, Thunder Rosa. I've seen Thunder Rosa fight.
1: Okay. But, if she does, if she's getting ready to start wrestling, um, mm-hmm. and she does go to the other companies, then she can go to.
0: She can go with Thunder Rose in the n w a well, I say okay. that, but then I like what Thunder Rose is doing, so I don't know I want the n w a to get built up even though it's not my cup of tea from a style perspective,
1: well, from what I've been reading, it's been doing pretty well
0: good and i and I want it to do well because I want to live in a world where. Everybody can watch the kind of wrestling they like. Right. It's like NWA is so not my cup of tea, but I want it to do well.
1: Well, I'm a big fan of the NWA, and I'll, I've always wanted to succeed. And it's, it's had the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, and it's still going on to this day.
0: I was super excited, though, about NWA. And I would think it was when they first. Well no, this is even before power, but this is basically at the time of all in when Nick Aldous was the champion
1: oh okay,
0: and he he lost it to cody but i I liked what I saw
1: yeah he, he he's in the second reign of almost three years three years of being the world's heavyweight champion he's almost no almost three or almost four, one of the two
0: I like what I see.
1: Hey, he's world. Nick Aldis is the man. He's the world's heavyweight champion. That's what I like. And he'd be a
0: world heavy, okay, so fun. I, we'll we'll do this and then and then we'll cut it off. But speaking, you were talking about who belongs where. I think Nick Aldis is tailor made for NWA.
1: Well, that's right. That's why he's world heavyweight champion. I mean, nobody can touch. I know,
0: but I mean, like, just as a wrestler, I think he's tailor made to be NWA champion.
1: He's the old, he's the he got the old school look
0: big time and the old school attitude, the way he carries himself, the way he acts when he's holding the belt. Right?
1: I, I I know we were talking about the cold cutting off but he reminds me of Adam Pierce. I don't know if you know who Adam Pierce is.
0: Yeah, I know who Adam Pierce is.
1: Okay, yeah, he that's why that go will go along with Adam Pierce thing. If, when I saw when they're doing this whole little thing of Adam Pierce is going to wrestle against Roman, I'm like, oh, Adam, please let Adam wrestle because I'm sorry, but Adam would take, Adam without Russell wrestle Roman Reigns any day of the week. But they didn't let him wrestle. He had to be the chicken shit uh, management type things. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. They did it. So,
0: All right, sir. I think we'll leave it at that. All right. Thank you again for checking out down the middle. You can see all our past episodes on the RTA Media YouTube page. There is a playlist there. Check out Ben's channel. Check out my channel. Check it all out. And uh, don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we'll bring you more down the middle in a couple of weeks.